1: It's
2: Radio. What's going on, Paratruthers? Welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And we're doing another over the campfire episode here. If you caught last episode, we went with vampires and you can probably hear the crackling of the campfire as we speak. Uh, We decided to do the series to be outdoors in nature, doing what we started out doing before we started podcasting. Um, So we did vampires for the first episode, but Eric what should we do for our second over the campfire?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think,
2: God, sorry. Speaking of vampires, just, I'm
0: just getting hit <laughs> up by these mosquitoes out here. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, we all know my love for werewolves. Um, but one thing that I that is becoming a little more common is the idea of the dog man, uh, vastly different from the werewolf, and it's something that we haven't really talked about that much. Uh, but before we go and get into the dog man slash werewolf theory, hypothesis, legends, stories, etc., 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 you know, I I kind of want to take a jump down memory lane, and uh, since this is kind of like this whole thing is supposed to kind of jump back to you know to how it all started uh, and I guess that's more that's of a memory lane and just more of a conceptualizing uh, you know where we are today compared to what, how we started mm-hmm. uh, you know because we did we, we started at a bonfire at a campfire um, in my parents backyard yeah, uh, drinking beer and smoking cigars and all that but you know it's it's like here we are today, and the brainstorming sessions aren't quite what they used to be. Yeah. We don't have the time to hang out, and it's online. It's like the last thing we even really want to do is talk right. about podcasting stuff. Uh, so everything has changed significantly, and I think that over the years, at least for me, some of the excitement uh, of the paranormal world has kind of dwindled. Dwindled? Dwindled. Dwindled. Uh because it's become more of a job as opposed to just kicking back and doing
2: something and redundant for fun and I mean, redundant.
0: Yeah. You can only cover so much over, you know, how long we've done, right. <laughs> uh,
2: which I should really ask Jim Harold, cause he's been doing it a couple of years longer than we have, how he, he keeps it fresh other than getting different guests on. Like how, how do you, change it up so that people aren't getting bored including ourselves right uh
0: yeah but you know it's it's, i I think for at least for the part of this episode i kind of want to do a little bit of a brainstorming session i guess because this is something that our guests don't really Don't really get to hear the the behind the scenes aspect of it all. And I know we've talked about doing a behind the scenes episode and I just don't think it's something that's going to deliver to a lot of people, you know, it's going to be a small uh, a small group. But with that said, I I, I know there's stuff we haven't really discussed coming up in the future. Uh, You know, now that we're halfway through summer, we're going to be getting creeping steadily closer to the cold fall and even colder winter yeah
2: uh i, I don't know how slow because we're God, halfway through going, the year it's going fast man it's going too <laughs> fast
0: i know i know <laughs> um but what are you thinking like what let's talk a little bit about halloween here i know you guys are thinking it's, it's super early i was i was at a craft store uh earlier this week and they already got halloween stuff out i mean it's the second week of july right like uh Um, but when we're stepping into the spooky season like what are you thinking where where are we going with the with with
2: um i would really like to get back into more of the cryptid stuff um we've talked ghosts until we're blue in the face we're doing invest paranormal investigations ghost hunts um which is awesome i i think that we're kind of getting back to our roots because something we had talked about uh, two episodes ago, we were talking about the investigations, or three episodes ago, uh, we were talking about the investigations and about getting a new piece of equipment, which we did. Mm -hmm. We got a full spectrum camera. Um, But I would really love to to be able to start doing cryptid hunts. We did do one in Kentucky, which... Mm -hmm. Eric will eventually get that footage kind of cut, and uh, it was kind of a documentary type Yeah, thing. I mean,
0: it was, but it was I one of those really things... really short. It's super short, and we didn't get quite what I wanted to get, but we are also there for a convention right. uh, that we had to be at, so it wasn't like we dedicated a whole weekend to this investigation and right. the documentary. But I would love to
2: get out there to do a full thing, yes. Right. Um... There are legends um, of Dogmen and Bigfoot in Ohio. So mm-hmm. when I'm able to be in Ohio for maybe like a full week or something, I would love to go and check out any of the legends of the Bigfoot or, or man, right. uh sightings. Um, but yeah, I mean, truthfully, I think truth Radio needs to be more feet on the ground, uh, even though we can't always be at the same place at the same time. Maybe something, and we've talked about this before, we can start doing stuff individually and just talk about the footage that we got individually. Yeah. And it would be something new for me or something new for you, depending on who did it.
0: Right. No, and I, I agree. I think it is something that you and I just have to do separately and safely, of course, because <laughs> put yourself in some hairy situations... Especially if it's, uh, you know, Sasquatch, Get it? Or hairy oh man, situations. Yep, yep.
2: I, I pick up on your...
0: I know. But how did you did you pick it up? Because they're hairy or because of the Hendersons?
2: I would probably have to say hairy. The Hendersons were just a weird family.
0: <laughs> uh, so, for, you know, yeah, I think there's... Obviously, as always, once we get closer, it's going to be... We do our october spectacular thing where it's just all month long we're talking about uh something creepy going on and talking about the halloween season uh it is crazy it's going to be here sooner than we can both imagine yeah which sucks uh even right now though i mean we're by a bonfire drinking beer on the (laughs) show it's nice out in you know bismarck north dakota it's not hot it's cool (laughs) I'm getting real fall vibes right now. It's like I feel like it's autumn. Uh, It's not a bad thing, minus the fact that we're drinking Coors and Miller Light, or no, just Coors, Coors
2: Coors Light. uh, Whereas they're not a sponsor, but Coors, if you were interested.
0: (laughs) I know there's Sasquatch on that mountain on your can. (laughs) I can, I bet I can find them. And if you should probably add one on there for the Halloween season, people would get a kick out of it. You want to sell some more beer? So Sasquatch on that on that beer can,
2: you um, need to be a part of their brainstorming. You know, uh, what I'm saying
0: I'm an idea partner. man. If I could just get paid for ideas, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, Halloween is right around the corner, really. And only difference here, what I was gonna say is, we're drinking Coors Light. We're on Halloween, I'll be drinking pumpkin ales, at, uh, which is you will uh,
2: be, I won't, because I, I will not buy into the fad of pumpkin everything for Halloween. He will not buy into the fad, but
0: have you tried pumpkin ale? Like,
2: I, I'm i pretty sure I have.
0: Okay, that, see that folks? That right there. <laughs> We've
2: already discussed how my memory is not as good as it used to be.
0: If he were to have a pumpkin... I know those of you listening can, can attest to this. He drinks one pumpkin beer, he'll be all in on the pumpkin beer at least. It is a fall <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, anyway... Werewolves, Dogman. Yeah, I got Sarge over here. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what are, are you calling me? Do you need me? <laughs> uh, so, you know, werewolves are creatures that, or people, that can transform into dog-like yep. creatures of wolves. They shift. Yep. They can shapeshift at will or by the power of the full moon. Uh, often they're seen as uh, or believed to shift in cycles so that's usually around the full moon or once a month uh, but there are other stories in which alphas and other individual type of where creatures can shift at will depending on the situation and of course depending on how they got the ability whether it be a curse or a magic or some other means the dog man on the other hand is becoming very prominent in today's uh culture and not only are we seeing more about it online and on social media but there are more documentaries coming out uh, on the dog man in fact uh, if i'm not mistaken uh small town monsters we actually had on uh the owner several months back mm-hmm. uh they just released a documentary on america called american werewolves but they also did one on dog man uh not too long ago so you guys can definitely check that out again not a sponsor
2: uh which we actually have talked about checking out that up uh, that yes uh, documentary, so we definitely will do that and uh, uh, kind of talk about it, and hopefully we can get them on again to to discuss a couple of their their newer documentaries.
0: Absolutely, uh, you know. With that said, the dog man is much like a werewolf creature, other than the fact that it doesn't shape shift. Uh, it is always a wolf-like or dog-like creature it is seen as being very balky type of creature that runs on all fours, but can walk on two. Uh, it has also been seen as a creature. That's kind of, kind of like a, uh, an an Anubis creature where it's a man's body and a dog's head or a person's body and a dog's head.
2: Uh, there have been ones that are just all fur though, too. Um, mm -hmm. and I do have a theory about this, but, um, Maybe we can get into that a little bit later uh, as far as Dogman versus Werewolf.
0: I mean, why bring it up later when uh, you can do it now?
2: I, I didn't know if we were going to go into some of more of the, whole, the werewolf lore before. Oh, we, we'll
0: get there. We'll get there.
2: Um, but something I've, I've thought about in a, after learning more about Dogman and, and thinking about the werewolf, which... A, a lot of people believe that the, the whole werewolf thing came about from the disease where uh, somebody is completely covered in, in hair. Um, and, and I do believe their, their teeth kind of, um, elongate a little bit. The, the canines gums, well, the gums, gums reside, reside, recede right. and as do the uh, skinner on the fingernails. Okay. So a lot of people believe that's where the legend really came from. Um, but I, I've, of thought about this and started wondering you know maybe and I may have brought this up on an episode I don't remember for sure but um, somebody going into the woods they're, they're trying to track a creature they don't know what it is they end up getting you know they the people that they're with hear a yell or a cry and then they see this creature come out, the dog man And think, oh my god, Joe just turned into this thing. And now he's after us. Mm. Um, Not saying that that's necessarily the case, but it is something that I've kind of thought about.
0: Yeah, and that the the werewolf is based off the Legend of the Dogman creature in a way. So in, in reality, it's one and the same. Just they branched off at some point down the line. You know, and the, the the one thing that I that I note about Dogman Man is, in terms of legend, I mean, he's, it's not common in legend. Like in in cinema or you know cinema and movies, right? Uh, in books, it's the Dog Man is right. It's always shapeshifting. It's always a werewolf. It we can always be killed with that silver bullet, or whatever other means nowadays. But the silver bullet is still pretty prominent as opposed right. to Dracula or the vampire. Right. Um, there's no suggested evidence or any else that says the dog man can be killed by
2: any particular means. Uh, I mean, it's a, in a sense, an animal just like any other creature.
0: Right. Uh, or is it a person, you know, <laughs> that's why it's has got a dog man. This was one of the the dog man is one of those things where uh, people think or claim that it's a a branch of humanity. Yeah. You know, a, a revolution, uh, evolutionary, revolution yeah. evolutionary thing. Uh, and, and that's certainly possible. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. It seems more like if, if they're a people, then they're a different race entirely, uh, if you will, or e- ethnicity. This dog no, man and ethnicity it'd, it'd would be, be a race. Species. Species yeah. of human-dog hybrids. Yeah. Uh, you know, so... You know, a friend of mine was stating that to him, the dog man is by far one of the most horrifying creatures, uh, even above the werewolf, because it's a creature that always is a monster. Mm. You know, Uh, they exist out there. They live in packs. Uh, Some of them are lone creatures, I guess. Uh, But there's something that you always have to worry about as opposed to a werewolf, which would most likely be a manifestation on the full moon or right. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, and it's becoming more and more common. I know my friend is currently writing something based on the dog man. I have a script that I'm working on based on the dog man. Uh, and there are more and more stories coming out on the dog, especially dog man of Ohio dog man of Michigan, uh, which is where it's highly popularized with Michigan. Uh, And there's just been a lot of claims of people hearing this weird barking sound coming from these dogmen. And they would show up by houses uh, in fields or in the woods as a pack, a large pack, hunting somebody. Now, this is one of those things where it could be misidentification. Coyote bark uh, when they're hunting. Uh, Kind of yipping sounds as well. So, there could be a possibility. But...
2: Well, the interesting thing about the Dogman, though, um, it, I mean, the most common is the more wolf-looking creature. Sure. But there have been accounts of people seeing dogmen with heads similar to other dogs, where it's kind of more like floppy ears, mm-hmm. a not an elongated snout, but a smush mm-hmm. snout, kind of more like a boxer or a pug. Um, the Pugman. The Pugman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if you guys want to know anything about that, go to Eric. He'll tell you about the Pugman. Um But that that's the interesting thing about the Dogman compared to like a werewolf. Werewolf has always been a wolf. Right. Um legends have come out I, I don't know how recent they are, but of other were creatures. Sure. But the dogman has is one of those ones where it has been stated that there there are more, uh, for lack of a better term, that's coming to mind, more bloodlines, more more species of, of this creature. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, th- that's something that is kind of weird too. That it it's it's branched off to be more than just a wolfy wolf like creature,
0: right? And that's absolutely true. Uh, it is, or tends to be, uh, much more dog like in the majority of descriptions that, that we hear about, you know, or that we read about. Uh, in terms of, cause one thing I just kind of wanted, because you'd already mentioned it, uh, in ter- terms of were creatures, because there are so many were creatures nowadays. You know, it all originated with the werewolf, but it's. Definitely uh,
2: expanded significantly over the years. Well, and part of this whole thing too is the whole shaman, uh, uh, skinwalker thing too, because skinwalkers can change into different. Yeah,
0: and I think that's like a that's another thing that's like a very big misconception is the skinwalker versus the the werewolf or the were creature because they are though very similar they are still very different creatures uh, a shapeshifter can pretty much shift at random of anything it wants to be whereas a rare creature is that creature uh, on the full moon or whatever other reason or what you know for whatever yeah, other right. means uh, I'm like over here I'm looking on my phone I'm trying to f- figure out the name of I always forget it and it's such an easy name of some of these rare creatures uh <laughs> What is the, uh, what is the fox with seven tails or nine tails?
2: It's a Japanese folklore, but yeah. I'm not sure what the name of it is. It's, it's a demon, it, is what it, it's supposed to be. Hold on,
0: hold on. I'm gonna just look. In, give me a moment here. <laughs> fox, Japanese.
2: Now this would be awesome because Kitsua. live on air would be this us doing this live and in person and. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs>
0: uh so we're you know we're creatures you know we're, we're talking about obviously the, there's the werewolf there's uh the were coyote is a big one around here uh the, the kitsune is the fox i was thinking of uh it's usually a spirit but there's also been a belief of the were fox or the were kitsune it's a consuming creature that can take on a human form so in this case it's reverse uh, where the kitsune is a spirit taking on a human form as opposed to a human taking on an animal form. Uh, and then, of course, one of my personal favorites, uh, just because the name is fun to say, that's the werebear. Oh, bear. The werebear. The <laughs> uh, you know, some- werebear. Man bear pig. The man bear pig, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so there's, there's a lot of were creatures out there, and, and I think every year there's a new one that kind of pops up because mm. it's getting yeah. to a point where, you know, why you just say werewolf? I can't, you know, why are we excluding these other animals? Right. Uh, which, by the way, if I ever become a were pig, just turn me into bacon. <laughs> just end it.
2: <laughs> but what if you have like huge tusks and are kind of scary? And... Well, then would be
0: a were boar. That's
2: okay. Well, they're it's a very thin line between pig and boar. It's just a boar is a wild pig.
0: But it's still a boar.
2: <laughs> a wereboar. A wereboar. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's interesting that it's kind of become a little more of a common thing than it has in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so... With that being said, and I, I know I already know the answer to this. If you could choose a werewolf animal to be, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got the dog on that one again. Uh, obviously, a werewolf. If I had to be a werewolf creature, obviously, I'm going to be a werewolf. Um, but why? Because they're just badass. Like everybody's scared of freaking werewolves, man. Like. Vampires are like oh they you know they're all sexy and cute now and Google Gaga they they do things. They
2: also sparkle now. They
0: do sparkle now, you know. And of course, you know obviously, <laughs> you know we I feel like uh, vampires tend to be. Uh, they're they're seen as more of a seductive type of creature, mm. you know. Uh, based well, with on the books. that being said,
2: books. though, I mean both the werewolf and the vampire have become more romanticized than. It was in the past.
0: That's true. But it's been a long time since we had a proper vampire movie. I feel like we haven't had a proper vampire movie since uh, 40 days of night. I feel like that was the that last was a, proper yeah, was a really good one. one, you know, uh, where the fear factor is really still engaged and that mm-hmm. they are actually monsters, not just humans that transform
2: right. into vampires. But that said, like they're, they're creatures that have always existed not turned people. Into
0: right. Uh, and, like, obviously, I can't speak uh, in facts here because I've never met a vampire in real life. Like, a true vampire. Or a werewolf, for that Or a werewolf. Point. Yeah, but here's the thing. That we're aware of. Like, right now, I could say, like, if a vampire were to walk through that gate, I wouldn't be scared initially.
2: Well, you know, it's like. How it's a, would we know? Babe,
0: well, how would we know? But even if it had its fangs and it looked like things from 40 Days of Night, you know, it's still kind of very human esque and it's. Right. Yeah, I mean it probably kill us, <laughs> you know, but I'd be less scared I don't of it.
2: Think there's no probably about it. It, it would kill us. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, I mean I don't know. They were scared of fire though, so we well, have a bonfire going. Just stay on this side, and you know, Sarge, he's he's a good little sacrifice over there, <laughs> just waiting <laughs> to be eaten up. Hey
2: hey hey, no <laughs> sacrificing my dog. He's, I'm
0: not sacrificing. He's sacrificing himself for us because oh, he's well, that's a, a dog. Story. He's, he's a loving himself. dog who's like no 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 not my people's. Uh, no but you know a werewolf we're talking about an 8 foot creature whether it's you know f- full of muscle or just thin they're both creepy Right. long snout drool everywhere it's it's as far from human as possible right uh and in the legend it's pretty much just destroys everything it comes across like it, there there's no mind to it whereas the vampire always is mindful uh in the stories of what it's doing so it's kind of in that sense, more human, you know, right. because of the fact that werewolf it's a it's werewolf is just an animal. Beast. It's a, yeah. it's a creature that just is rage and brutality. Uh, and there's something about that that just spooks me. Like, even if, if like in driving down the park, through the park, I never think like, Oh, there's a creepy ghost in there or Bigfoot. It's, what if there's a werewolf, you know, some sort of wolf like creature, a dog, man, they're creepy.
2: What's interesting about the werewolf, too, is, I mean, vampires are similar in the the aspect that if somebody is turned, they start taking on certain aspects where you would think, whoa, that dude's a vampire. Mm -hmm. Um, Werewolves are very similar in the fact that if you look at the the legends that are going way back to to medieval legends and and in Europe and stuff, um, the characteristics of the person... Actually changed to be more aggressive, more bestial in nature. Their their facial features even um, changed a little more drastically than if they were just human. Mm-hmm. Um, they would tend to have more more hair, more facial hair. If you're a man, you know uh, more more hair on the head. If you you're a woman, um, at, unless. There were women werewolves that were getting facial hair. I don't know. Um, but it, it was a much more drastic change than the vampire.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I totally agree. You know, and the vampire is one of those things that always lurked in the shadows. Right. You know, we didn't always see. It. Maybe we saw its glowing eyes. The werewolf is just prominent. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's yeah to this day like even the werewolf movies now there's been a couple as of late that just were horrible uh but you know the old
2: movies back in the 80s the howling you know uh you know 70s 80s, so american werewolf in london is still by far one of my favorites
0: yeah you know and, and, and that's the nice thing about those is it's like okay cool the howling but or i'm, I'm sorry uh, american wolf in, in london why watch the howling if we saw that but it's like the howling is a completely different movie with a different type of wolf creature uh you know been, i even i i did a custom statue uh, or custom paint on a statue of the howling wolf uh because i watched the movie and loved it so much it's like oh, i gotta i gotta do this gray version of right. this badass wolf because there, there's something about them that just uh it it It, like, draws me back to my childhood because I remember growing up on those type of movies. And that's how my sisters and I grew up. That's how, you know, I know you grew up that way. Yeah. You know, with American Werewolf in London, The Howling, Ginger Snaps, uh, Demon movies. So, like, uh, uh, Pumpkinhead, one of my all-time favorite movies. You know, those are the movies I grew up on. Probably the reason why I'm so into horror still to this day. And Um, I have so many nightmares.
2: Creature horror. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I have too many nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? The best, the best ones do have The, the best writers and oh, artists have absolutely. those scary
2: things happening. I've mentioned how many times that a lot of my stories come from my dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's like
0: nowadays, there's still people who are interested in the in the fear factor and the mm-hmm. horror, but it's not the same as it was when we were growing up. Right. And there's there's so many more. There's, there's CGI, which just makes it more fake. The stories are. Much more elaborate, which can draw you out. Or at least it draws me out of this, the overall story sometimes.
2: Especially if it's a slow, yeah. You know. A slow movie.
0: Can we talk about... Probably share sure it, can. But... No, I'm not going to get too deep into this. Because as of this very moment, I have not seen the last two episodes of uh, Stranger Things.
2: Uh, I haven't seen any of this season. So... so
0: but... There is a, a creature in there. And... I'm forgetting his name already. Damn it!
2: But anyways, the
0: point is, you guys know what I'm talking about. I, I'm horrible with names, but the the primary monster of Stranger Things in season was it four, four. season yeah. four has an uncanny look to a creature that I developed for a script several years back that I didn't i finished it but it i didn't promote it or put it into film festivals because there were some things that my readers didn't quite connect with that i wanted to go back and change and then life got in the way uh and now here we are with this creature that looks almost exactly the same what i did and even has a similar powers to what my creature had which you know delving away from the whole paranormal aspect and jumping into the writer's aspect or the the creative aspect where there's no one idea that is uh original everyone has a thought and my creature at the time uh was based on a a a monster of resident evil uh forget what is i forget his name too uh not Genesis but uh, God, I can't. maybe you'll know he has like one huge hand or long, super long arm that he tends to slash out with
2: um is it more recent?
0: Uh, it's, it's a little older
2: like Resident Evil 3?
0: yeah closer to Nemesis? not Nemesis hold on I'll look it up right now it's going to take me a moment to do this uh, you'll know once I say it or tell you. I nice, totally spelled evil wrong, and it's, but, you know. I,
2: this has nothing to do with werewolves, I'm taking it.
0: No, of course not. Tyrant. It was Tyrant. Oh, Tyrant. So I based... This is a rabbit hole. <laughs> Did I have to mention this was a rabbit hole before jumping down the rabbit hole?
2: No, you don't have to, but... It'd be nice to know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, I'd never seen a rabbit in the yard just be like, hey, guys, guys, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump down this rabbit hole? That'll... We good? Peace.
2: Uh, yeah, Jasper hasn't come to visit yet. No,
0: but you know, I, I based my creature off of Tyrant which has a very similar look to what clearly uh, the Russo brothers did, or not oh God, why did I say Russo brothers? <laughs> the Duffer brothers. God. that's a problem with it. Everyone calling themselves brothers (laughs) in Hollywood. Uh, The Dover Brothers came up with this creature, and it's very clear to me that they they, they definitely used Tyrant as one of their base uh, subjects for the creature. Uh, And when you do start to watch that season, you'll notice it as well. But that was just, sorry, that was a random rabbit hole that I, I just, I was thinking about it.
2: Um something you I, I heard overheard you talking about with uh your friend Lewis mm. um about the whole werewolf thing was Nebuchadnezzar in the Bible yeah mm-hmm. and how they they make it very I don't know obvious per se, but it it definitely has werewolf feel to it,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So that's like a very interesting instance in which Nebuchadnezzar was cast out into the wilderness. And his hair grew like feathers, his nails like talons, and he ate of land. uh, Ate grass like the ox. Uh, Now, of course, we think of eating grass. That's not very werewolf-esque, but the rest of it is.
2: If you think about a dog, though, a dog will eat grass.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's not to say, like, I know, obviously we don't have that type of detail for the werewolves and stuff, you know, like, are they carnivores or are they omnivores or, you know, right. Do they is... act like
2: dogs where they eat grass right. or whatever, I right? I mean,
0: you know what? We just came up with a great book idea, though. There you go. <laughs> the cryptid digestive system. <laughs> what do our monsters truly eat when they're be... not eating people? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nebuchadnezzar, you know he 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 became this monster like monster-esque like creature, uh, very similar to that of the werewolf. You know the fact that is described, or he's described as growing hair like feathers and the nails like talons. I mean, those are very descriptive terms that we normally wouldn't use for uh, people. Uh, you know, fingernails don't grow into talons; they're just right. you know, they're not sharp and you know whatnot. Uh, So there's been a lot of speculation over the centuries as to what exactly that piece of scripture is. What does it mean? Uh, Was it somebody who just kind of became a wild man and, you know, was no longer permitted back into the city around people? Right. Or was there more to it? Was he transformed into literally into an animal of some sort? You know, that's something that just hasn't fully been discovered
2: well, and, I mean, you bring up a, a very good um, talking point about werewolf, Bigfoot. Are these things just men who have gone back to the wild, wild men? And is it, is it something that, like you had mentioned, um, uh, a misidentification, it, it's a person. And it, it's hard to tell what or who it is.
0: I mean, I, I think there is that possibility, but we also have to consider the fact that the, the majority of the Sasquatch or Bigfoot that have been seen uh, tend to be pretty large individuals. You know, and That's to say, oh, just people over seven feet tall are the ones who tend to become wild men and disappear into the woods. <laughs> but, I
2: mean, there, there have been instances of uh, stories about not necessarily large bigfoot um, I, I still don't know the plural to that big, big
0: feet Pete? yeah i don't really know either um,
2: but uh i i honestly don't know how many legends there are about shorter shorter bigfoot than, than compared to the than 8 to 9 foot or seven to eight foot creatures um but i have heard it kind of mentioned before that uh from different from different people writing articles that there there is no sub creature that it's just men that have gone back to the wild and have kind of become um feral in a sense Mm
0: -hmm. yeah you know and and I guess that's possible, but again, it's just, the the thing is, it's weird with, when you you consider photography and the videography that people are capturing, there's always this weird distortion, you know, and if it was just a person, I think it'd be pretty obvious.
2: Well, but going on that point, can the human vocal cords do the sounds that people are hearing too?
0: Well, that, but also they're wild men. Like, I mean, if you and I just became wild men, would we start growing hair in places that <laughs> we normally wouldn't? Like, I don't. Let's I guess if it's it. Let's evolutionary, right? And, and just I mean, doing an going back to the pig, if if, if a little <laughs> farm pig can out in the wild and grow tusks, I suppose right. it's possible.
2: Well, I mean, a theory that I've brought up on on Paratuth Radio is that maybe Dogman is more of a feral Bigfoot because it, it's not it's it's gone more to the wild than than what bigfoot are bigfoot are, are in the woods but they tend to have people who are trying to interact with them
0: right i, I mean I, I do think that one day within our lifetime we will get some sort of significant evidence at least on the bigfoot I think there's going to be something that comes along. And I hope to God it's you or I that capture it. (laughs) But, you know, if not, I think there is going to be a time and place within our life that we get a a better understanding of what is actually happening out in the woods. Uh,
2: Something that you'd brought up um, as far as paranormal investigation equipment is an infrasound detector. Yes. Um, and I would I would absolutely love to do a cryptid investigation for Dogman or Bigfoot with the infrasound detector and see if there's any truth to the, the whole infrasound theory that we've kind of heard about for you know the whole blurry blurry picture thing where they're using infrasound to distort their image. And yeah, there's,
0: like yeah, there's a lot of speculation as to what these infrasounds and ultrasounds can do, you know. And, you know, one is, of course, that it's blurring image. The other is, of course, ma- the manipulation of magnetic field or energy. Uh, the other thing is when it comes to paranormal activity, there's a strong belief that ultrasound and infrasound can manipulate our mind or what we're seeing to... to uh basically to lead us to see things that aren't really there which doesn't make a lot of sense to me because if intras- infrasound and ultrasound are doing that why isn't regular sound doing that right uh so that doesn't make a much i think it's a very <laughs> i think that's a scientist way of grasping at straws oh i mean how often have we talked about that mm-hmm it's not even a good theory i mean at least when i grasp at straws i'm like grasping at like those candied ones you know <laughs> Like licorice straws. Licorice straws. You know, so.
2: Wait, are you talking liquor or licorice?
0: Licorice. Oh. Licorice. Did I say,
2: oh, you uh, thought I said liquor. yeah.
0: My ish kind of rolled and <laughs> dispersed somewhere. It's... Anyway. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think these dogmen are, are, are something that are becoming more prominent and probably because they're, you know, with with things like uh, global warming it's like there's more stuff happening like more of these creatures showing
2: up and it's kind of weird don't you know that global warming was made up by Al Gore here we go
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny about that is his last name is exactly what a dog man would do to you it's just create a bunch of gore
2: All right, folks, uh, we are at a a pretty good stopping point, so we're going to take a quick break. You'll hear a quick commercial, and we will be right back with Paratruth Radio.
1: History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures.
0: what's up everybody and welcome back to Parachute radio my name is eric and i'm justin and we have been talking about the dog man and other weird creatures and all this and that uh we are out here by the bonfire which is of course well it's pretty much dead at the moment it's, it's glowing
2: <laughs> we'll get it going again. yeah
0: it's glowing but it, it's pretty much dead at the moment we got justin's dog sleeping in the corner for some reason he likes that little spot by the yeah. garage uh, we are enjoying our beer and just enjoying the evening. Not getting bit up as as bad. Yeah, tonight, Probably because of the smoke. The smoke. Thank goodness. Uh, what are I mean, final thoughts on Dogman? Like, in terms of, I guess it's
2: like in comparison to Werewolf or um, in general.
0: I, I guess in general, you can compare it to the Werewolf, or just in its recent. Uh, uptick in sightings and stories that are coming out as of late
2: um well as far as the uptick thing we've talked about this especially with bigfoot um uh, the the uptick is people have their their phones now and Mm -hmm. yeah some some are not really good at capturing very good video which is why we get the whole blurry video and all that sure now compared to the video cameras um But maybe, and again, I think we've mentioned this too, maybe it's people just getting back to nature. You know, we are finally receding in the whole COVID case thing and um, not that COVID is gone. It's, I think it's something that's always going to be here to stay, but people are starting to get back out and, and doing things. So I think that uh, I think that's where where we're kind of seeing a whole uptick in in sightings too. Is people are finally getting out into nature again. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, interestingly enough, it it is one of those things that you and I have heard multiple times in the past, and you and I have never seen or heard one now granted you and i have not been in the woods as much as we probably could be or should be mm-hmm. um but um i don't know it, it's an interesting thing and, and i would love to get some type of evidence but i would probably be dead too if i got the evidence and i don't know if it would ever come to light
0: that's fair <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: fair unless you're streaming live
0: on facebook well, or something then, that's you know. true yeah yeah, I mean, I think you know what I'm thinking is, I, I guess I feel like some of these were creatures are changing creatures. Um, sorry, I'm like looking up because I see a giant bird, and I'm like, is that a thunderbird? <laughs> I don't think it's a thunderbird.
2: Nope, a hawk.
0: I don't even think it's a hawk. I think it's a dork. A hair Nah. we have a
2: lot of vultures here.
0: Do 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 do. No, you know, where's you gonna say it's the Jersey Devil? <laughs> Hanging out in North Dakota,
2: folks. I think we see Thunderbird. No, I've, it's either a Justin. Hawk or Justin either. is a Thunderbird. No, we'll get into Thunderbirds another time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just saying. Okay. Anyway, I think I feel like things like why we're. Jeez, I keep hitting this little. Sorry, guys. For those of you who are like hearing all the knocks on the <laughs> microphone, I am sorry. Uh, I'm not used to holding a microphone. I'm used to the desk doing it for me, but. I think we're starting to turn into dogmen and creatures that are, uh, I guess, not rare creatures because it's scientifically, it's much... There's a better explanation. Yeah, I think scientifically, it makes more sense that there's a creature that is always this dog-like creature as opposed to somebody shape-shifting into one. Uh, because, I mean, even... I'm, I'm not a scientist, you're not a scientist, but reasonably, it doesn't make sense that we would be able to shift and transform right. into this giant creature... But if there's one that Unless you believe in magic. I, unless you believe in magic. But it, it you know, if But even then, like the majority of magic well, isn't really transforming, it's transforming we, yeah, the, we've talk, we've the aura talked or the mind with, with and, the
2: different guests we've had on recently where magic is not what Hollywood claims to yeah. be. Uh, but either way, you know,
0: I, I think we're starting to lean towards these creatures that are one hundred percent whatever they are. Mm-hmm. You know. It, because it just makes more sense that there's a, uh, that there is a animal out there, a species out there that has always been a dog man
2: creature, uh, as opposed to somebody
0: who's shape shifting into a
2: dog like creature. Right. Well, and we we kind of talked about this with um, Linda um, Godfrey about the the whole dire wolf mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. and how dog man or the werewolf sightings, um, it could be some type of derivative or ancestor of the dire wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't explain why they would grow hands, like, on, on the, the four it, uh, appendages, but...
0: Yeah, it... Uh, oh, man. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, at the moment, it's pretty late that we're recording, so not used to recording this late. Uh, what time is it? Is that the correct time? Yeah. 10.02. And is this bright out here? Uh-huh. That's crazy. We're <laughs> <laughs> to be pitch black right now. That's insane to me. Uh, when we think of, this is something else that I brought up to, to my friend, actually, when we were discussing uh, the dog man. Uh, there's a book out. God forget it. I'm forgetting his name. Whit something? Whitney? Whit Whitney. He wrote a book called
2: uh Whitney Strible.
0: Yes, Whitney Strible. Uh he wrote a book called The Wolfen, And the Wolfen is basically a evolutionary uh creature of
2: I love how your s- sexy voice is The wolf, are you right
0: like that? <laughs> just, you know. I figured your wife is on vacation. We got some <laughs> beer. Might as well enjoy the bonfire, you know. <laughs> uh God, that was creepy. I'm sorry. Uh, it, but, uh, yes, Whitney Streiber, he created a book, wrote a book called The Wolfen, and the Wolfen is an evolutionary uh, wolf creature. Or Whitley. Whitley. Whitley, Whitley is it Whitley Streiber? Yeah, not okay. Whitley. Whitley. Uh, and this creature happens to be just a wolf mm. with appendages or hands, like mm. that of a human. Uh, and so I think there's reason to believe we've talked about microevolution in the past. Yeah that there could have been a type of wolf that branched off much like humans uh when you trace back human ancestry there seems to be multiple branches mm. uh and those most of those branches died off and what we are today homo sapiens ex- continue to exist and live right. you know be dominated uh and so there's a possibility that there is a wolf-like creature out there uh that branched off from what we currently know as wolves and they are a higher intelligence or of higher intelligence, has the appendages, you know, things like that. Uh, And that's what the explanation could be behind some of those creatures.
2: That's very true, too. Um, And we've kind of talked about the whole difference between micro and macro evolution. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good possibility. Um, Any other final thoughts on werewolf... Dogman on your side as far as legend or what, what we're kind of seeing now? Uh,
0: I think this is a moment. This is, I think it's a big transitional moment for, for creatures like this because people are starting to drift away from the Hollywood aspect of mm. many of these legends and right. starting to focus more on the scientific, scientific aspect of it. And I feel like things like the Dogman or the Bigfoot, the Yeti, uh, the the Ohio Grassman for a lesser known one, uh, the Mothman, these are creatures that don't shapeshift. There's somewhat of a reasonable explanation behind them in that they could exist. Obviously, they're still cryptid. uh, But I think there's a more plausible explanation for some of these creatures. And I think people are starting to realize that.
2: Do you think the shift is because information is much more readily available compared to in the past?
0: Um, yes and no. I, 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 think it, I think in part it has something to do with the information. But I think also over the last couple of years uh, dealing with more political things, uh, such as, just for example, the various lies told mm. you know, throughout the political all. Bullshit. yeah <laughs> you know uh, I think people are starting to get to a point where they want the information on their own they're gonna figure it out and they're starting to realize uh that it just doesn't make sense like why what what is a werewolf like how does that work it's is a werewolf sounds more fictional whereas a dog man in my opinion, like I didn't think about it until we're talking about it now, but my friend's right. It's it's more horrifying because this is the thing that's always been a monster, right? Uh, in in some sense, you know, say not to say that there aren't plenty of wonderful dogmen out there who just want to buy you <laughs> flowers and cakes and you know walk you home you safely. You just don't want to be leave. hunted by a wolfman, you know, by, by being a prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I I think that people are just at a point where they're going to start leaning toward the most reasonable explanation of all things, not just the the paranormal and the cryptic, you know, I I think it's just in life in general, a lot of us are at a point where it's like, forget, you know, basing our decisions on what people are telling us. We're going to figure it out
2: on our own. And plausibly speaking, a dog, man makes more sense. Yeah. All right, folks, that is the end of our second over the campfire. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying the series so far. We're going to be doing a couple more and, uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy the different conversations that are going to be going on. So until next week, folks, make sure you're checking out, uh, KillerPodcast.com, evergreen podcasts. Uh, make sure you're checking out paratruthradio.com. As we mentioned at, on the last episode, if you are, uh, wanting to comment, we would love to have you leave us a voice message on our, Uh, Website, which is paratruth.com, or you can just reach out via email or message on the website or on any social medias. But until next week, where you will find us, same time, same channel. My name is Justin, and I'm Eric. Peace.